When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi folks, welcome into a special edition of the Dublin to Denver podcast on the Mile High Report podcast network. My name is Michael McQuaid and I am joined by my two English brethren, Colin Cronin and Stuart Roach, on the day that the Denver Broncos have been announced as one of the teams for the international series in 2022. This has been pre-recorded and we're not fully aware of the date yet. However, we do believe that the date is at the end of October on October the 30th at Wembley Stadium. This marks the first time in 12 years that the Broncos are coming to London. And as you can imagine, we're a little bit excited about it. Colin, um, I was going to say something like in a really like deep London accent, but I just don't have it in me. Uh, it's, it's an exciting day. It's good. It's going to be good. And we, it's not Drew Locke. It's not Paxton Lynch. It's not Brock Osweiler. It's not Trevor Simeon. It's not who else we got? Brandon Allen. It's Russell Wilson running out on the, the turf at Wembley Stadium, a 90,000 seater stadium against Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Early kickoff, one hour flight away. How excited are you for this? Very excited. Firstly, delighted. This is long overdue. It has been more than a decade since the Broncos have been here. Um, but just to, to clarify, we are your Irish brethren. It, the game will be in London, England, which yes. is a, <laughs> a separate country. Um, Ireland is not part of the, the UK. And uh, we too will be traveling to a different country which uses different currency. So for any of the American listeners, we too will have to, to change our money for, for this game. But delighted, as you said, the, we got lucky ultimately, I suppose, on the postponement of the 2020 game. This uh, was not, uh, you know, we, we would have been um, Drew Locke now apparently going to be the starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks as things stand. Instead, it is Russell Wilson, former starting quarterback for the um, Seattle Seahawks and Super, Super Bowl winner. I, I think it the t the team seems to be really excited about it. Clearly, there has been a push uh, amongst the the team to and a desire to play internationally. I don't think twenty ten left a positive taste in anyone's mouth. Uh, it was a, a season to to forget whether that was in Denver on the road or indeed across on this side of the Atlantic. The only good thing about twenty ten was the Chargers had the number one offense, the number one defense, and they still missed the playoffs because they had the worst special team unit that has ever ever graced the national football league um, and i still laugh about that more than a decade on but looking forward to seeing 
the Denver Broncos take on the Jacksonville Jaguars and also the fact that it is going to be the opportunity to see Trevor Lawrence in his second season. We saw him last year. He flashed um, what, what he could do, but um, it will be really interesting to see in year two under an actual NFL head coach um, and uh, with uh, a, you know, a better supporting cast around him, um, the incredibly played, paid Christian Kirk amongst them, what it will be like. So it should be a really good game. Yes, uh, the English Brethren comment was a joke. Uh, absolutely different countries. Man, you know, London, London, baby, as, as a guy once said. Stuart, um, exciting moment for you, my friend. Uh, you, you must be buzzing. I'll openly admit that I booked the Novotel outside Wembley Stadium a month and a half ago. Uh, free cancellation for £400 sterling. I feel like an absolute champion. How are you? I'm good, yeah. I'm much better now with the uh, the news. Um, yeah, it's 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 been a long time coming. As I said, we did we did dodge several bullets, um, several um, bullets that were off target. If our previous quarterbacks were anything to go by, um, and now we have a, an actual franchise quarterback, Super Bowl winning quarterback, as Colin rightly pointed out, and Russell Wilson, uh, with some very exciting players around him. And I do, I, I think Colin's point is also a valid one. It should be a good game because Trevor Lawrence did flash in at moments last year, but he had a massive handicap in that his head coach was a clown. Um, hope, you know, for the Jaguars, that may not be the case anymore. And they have that's, spent... That's unfair on clowns, Stuart. That is true. Well, I mean, I was kind of thinking more that the one from eight as opposed to, you know, the traditional sort of clowns and circuses. But, you know, I, I think good quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks, elite quarterbacks, myself and Colm, you know, we, we did spend some time we some of the college games we did watch did involve Trevor Lawrence who was a brilliant quarterback um, at college level and I think he's going to be a really good quarterback in the NFL as well so that they those type of quarterbacks tend to take a big leap in year two so I think we will see a different Trevor Lawrence um, and as Colm said he does have some weapons around them so they should be a better team so that should be a good game I mean one of the problems I think with some of the, the London games over the last few years is that they haven't gotten the best matchups. I think they've gotten some good ones now. Um, and I think this could be a really good game because uh, I think the Broncos are going to be a good side next year. I don't know if the Broncos are going to win the Super Bowl next year. I think it might be a year or two too early. But I think I would be disappointed if we didn't make the playoffs. And um, I think it's it's really exciting to go and see a Broncos game in London anyway. But the fact that we have a, a legitimate, proper well-drilled, hopefully exciting Denver Broncos team to go and watch just is the, is the cherry on the cake. So, yeah, it's, it's really exciting news. It's been a long time coming. Um, I have not had the opportunity to see the Broncos in London before. I was too young when they played the Rams in uh, in an exhibition game. Uh, I do a really? program. I was too young, yes. Well, I was too young. I was too young to be able to go over off my own bat because I think I was about sort of 16 or 15 at the time. I do Michael a was too young in, in, in 2010. I know, I know. Come on, I was, I was only, I was only nineteen in twenty ten. So it's. Uh... I, uh, well, yeah, but uh, no. So, so, I, and and I couldn't go. I, I was, I was otherwise engaged on the, uh, the, the game that was helmed by the, the legendary neck beard that was Kyle Orton. So um, I'm really excited to finally get a chance to see the Broncos in London, um, and I'm doubly excited about the chance to see a really exciting, good Broncos team. With, a, with an outstanding quarterback at the helm. So it's it's just, it's worked out tremendously. I think if you'd said to us this time last year that we were going to get this London game, I thought I don't think we would have 
I don't think we would have expected it. I think the fact that the Broncos have aligned, you know, they've been aligned with Mexico. I think we thought that this was not something that was possible. Um, and again, if somebody said Russell Wilson is going to be a QB, you would have had them sectioned because um, you wouldn't have thought that there was any way that Pete Carroll was going to allow Russell Wilson to leave. So this is this has been a, it's all come together um, and it's just fantastic. And can it be October? And also it's a couple of days before my birthday. So that's even better. So, you know. What, what date's your birthday, Stuart? The day before Guy Fawkes. It's the 4th of November. So there you go. Well, you might be happy because it, obviously this is all yet TBC until next week. Now, with the full schedule release, you would presume that there may be a bye week the week after. I want to put it out here right now and say this. I want the Broncos that week before London to play a Thursday night and get some time off, regroup. Get to London on the Wednesday or Thursday. Do not be coming in on the Friday night to London. This Jaguars game, I don't, I do not care if anybody outside of this team or support hears this. This should be a home game for the Broncos, or as much of a home game as possible. Like the Jaguars in London, like no, absolutely not. There should be a lot of plethora of orange and blue. I'd like to say anywhere between 15 to 20,000 Broncos fans in a 19th or a 90,000 seater stadium. There is no reason why that shouldn't happen. And we should take that as a de facto home game and approach it in that way because the Jaguars are not London's team. Anybody that's been to London knows that. And um, the last game I was at in Wembley Stadium was the Texans against the Jaguars. And to be fair to the Texans, they traveled quite well. So there was a lot of Texans uh, fans there and they traveled over from Houston. I hope the same will happen with the Broncos. We already know there's a lot of Broncos fans in Ireland, in the UK, in Spain, Germany, France, um, Portugal, around Europe. And like, you know, look, I've spoke to Broncos fans from Estonia, from Slovenia, from Slovakia. So this is, this is I, I, I honestly think a very, very cool moment because for a lot of people, it's not really, well, it, you know, obviously affordability comes into it, but if you're going to go over to Denver for a weekend and go to a game, if you're going to go for a week, it easily costs you two or three thousand euros or pounds with a flight, tickets to work. So this is this is a big deal for a lot of people, um, you know, regardless of maybe, you know, I, I understand when, when you lose the home game or, or lose that chance to maybe go to Jacksonville. The Broncos were in Jacksonville last year, so I think it's a great opportunity for a team that wants to promote itself internationally. And, and I think this will be, uh, something that we need to cherish because I think the Broncos will give up their extra home game maybe next year or in two or three years time to play in Mexico so I can't see this happening for a while again so I think we need to make the most of it I think the game is going to be fantastic to see Russell Wilson at Wembley I am very excited Colin Nathaniel Hackett is used to playing in London I think he played four times uh, or he's been, he's been over in terms of coaching uh, around four times. So it's good to have guys there that have had the knowledge and the experience. I'm nearly certain as well, George Payton would have been over with the Vikings. So we're not landing up like John Elway in 2010, like you sort of situation, are we? Well, not amongst maybe the execs and the coaching staff, but um, for, for the players, it, it depends. So, some of the players th think it's an, an extraordinarily long flight. I remember getting the opportunity to have a chat to Leonard Fournette and he was talking about it. And he said he just couldn't couldn't wrap his head around it, couldn't get used uh, to the, the jet lag. And look, realistically, flying east certainly is tougher. And with the way they put the flights, you're, they, they fly through the night um, so you can get uh, some sleep. But some people can't sleep on planes considerably easier if you're flying first class of course or you have a chartered plane maybe the new owner will have a chartered plane and all the broncos will fly uh, on that um so it i i think there there seems to be 
you know, a real sense and, and a commitment for the team about also wanting to really engage with the fans. 2010 um, kind of felt like the, the Broncos were obliged to come over and there wasn't quite the same sense that, that you get now. There is um, a real commitment from the Broncos organization to grow internationally and a commitment to fans internationally, um, be they, um, you know, in the, the United States, north of the border, south of the border or across on this side of the Atlantic. So I do think you can expect plenty of, um, you know, Broncos uh, followers to, um you know, come, come on, come on over. And I think you'll see uh, plenty from the Broncos organization who will uh, be over as, as well. So looking forward to, to seeing how, how it all uh, plays out. And the fact that I suppose it's um, back at, at Wembley, which is, you know, technically the Jags home. I, I think for me, um, I, I agree with what you're saying. It, London is not uh, a jag city, although they there are so you do see more maybe than you would in other places. Yeah. But I would say it's it's a dolphin city almost more than more than anything else. But hopefully it will be a sea of orange and blue uh, come that game uh, in October. And not uh, Chicago Bears or Tampa Bay Buccaneers retro jerseys. Uh, look, obviously the, the Stuart the crowd in Wembley is going to be mixed. I remember. I was at the Washington-Cincinnati game, the game that went on for 15 hours. Great game, loved it. The thing about Wembley is, and Tottenham is a stadium which is built for the NFL. It's fantastic. But Stuart, nothing compares to Wembley. You can't, I'm sorry, but it's it's historic. The thing I loved about the game, I was at that game. Everyone, like there's, you see every, every team, every team's jersey, but there is no reason, again, why this should not be at least more orange and blue than you would maybe see at different London games down the years. I, I think this is a, a big chance for this team to, to really promote itself well and for the fans to, to really take advantage of that. And we're really not sure yet when tickets go on sale because this is all being pre-recorded. But Stuart, I'm going to put you and Colin on the spot now and say that we should record a podcast live um, from Wembley or outside Wembley that weekend. I can see Colin was looking very happy right now. I think we should do it for the crack. Um, we don't know what's going on with stuff. Um, here in Rumour, Stuart, the NVR is going to come over, so maybe we could piggy bank on them and steal their microphones. I don't know. Yeah, and it'd be good to, to meet a lot of, like, the likes of, say, Ian and maybe Adam Alnati, you know, people who have been friends. And it'd be good to see. We, we've been very lucky with this show over the last year or two. We've had some tremendous guests on. We've had Stink. We've had Tyler Columbus. We've had... Uh, we've, we, Rick, was it Rick, Rick Upchurch we had at one stage? Was it? Yeah, like, these are phenomenal people you know i know you guys spoke to carl mecklenburg as well you know steve atwater so it's just been you know we, we've been very lucky it'd be great to see some of those guys i know exactly what you're saying about wembley as well Mick. i know certainly as a as a as a you know as a kid or, or i think i was over in wembley the first time when i was 21 it's amazing when you walk it because you've grown up with wembley if you've had any interest in in football over here for any sort of length of time wembley still does have sort of hallowed ground feel to it so when you walk down that Wembley way and we, we need go into it I know it's been renovated and it's been it's been done up but there is something magical about the place and I know exactly what you mean I was actually at a game I was at a Manchester United game um when they weren't an absolute train wreck uh, so this is some time ago um, and I was passing through London on the way back and um one of the London games had been on I can't remember which one it was so the flight back to Ireland um, was a mixture of Manchester United fans 
on NFL fans. And there was just pretty much, I'd say there was about 25 jerseys represented in the NFL fans. So people do travel over, fans of all types. Um, and But I, I do know what you're saying. I mean, I think, look, the Broncos have never been the most popular team over here. Um, the Broncos have never been the most popular team in England, but they've always been well represented because I think we've had we've had long enough patches of, of success to attract fans. Let's be honest, a lot of fans do they are attracted to teams by success, especially when it's a, it's a sport from a, a country far away. You don't have fam, familial ties. Um, although my eldest son is a Broncos fan. My youngest son has disgraced himself by picking the Bills. Um, but, you know, so, so you kind of pick your team for whatever reason. You know, we've talked about this before, the reasons why we became Broncos fans. Um, but there are, you know, when we would go into the Woolshed, for example, um, there has always been a decent representation of Broncos fans in in in, in there. Um, so, yeah, you would like to think that we would outnumber the Jaguars. Um, and I think we could make some noise. And I think we're far likely to make significant noise by the fact that the team should be good and there should be exciting football. The one thing about the Broncos over the last few years is, and I know Colin in particular has been beating this drum and, I, and I've always agreed with them. Not only have the Broncos been mediocre, but they've been boring. Um, and that's, you know, that's the, even a more unforgivable crime than being crap is the fact that they've been dull. The football has been dull. Um, it's still theoretical at the moment, but the football next year should be really, really good fun to watch. You know, we've got a quarterback who likes to air it out. We've got a quarterback who scrambles. We've got weapons that he can use. Um, and we should have a good aggressive defense. Um, we're going to blitz a lot more. So it should be good fun to watch. So, you know, it's it's great just to go back on what I've said. I think the crowd should be up for it. Good football attracts, attracts, you know, it excites the crowd. You guys have been over in Denver more recently than I have. The Broncos fans are always loud. But in fairness, they haven't had an awful lot to cheer about. So next year, they should have something to cheer about. And I know it's it's an inconvenience, as you said, Michael, to have to travel to, to Wembley for for for. Broncos fans from Denver rather than going down to, to Jacksonville. But, you know, if they do come over, I think they'll be very pleasantly surprised by just, you know, just how passionate the Broncos fans are uh, over here, you know, um, and knowledgeable as well. I mean, I think that's the, the thing. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I mean, I've been watching American football since 1986. Um, some of the stuff still, you know, offensive line play for example with some of the the nuances of that would still escape me but you know i'd like to think that i, I know enough about it at this stage so i think maybe some of the broncos fans might be surprised with the, the level of discourse they might be able to have with us and just how much you know how much time we've we put into the team you know and funnily enough i was at a bit of a segue i was at a mate's 50th birthday last night and um we were chatting away about school and we're chatting away about friends. And after about five minutes, we started chatting away about the fact that we were called the three amigos after the three amigos, the movie <laughs> three amigos, the Denver Broncos wide receivers in the mid eighties. So, you know, we've been mates for, for, for that long. We, we, we watched the NFL together. we got a big push in, in by channel four in fairness to it, mainly in the eighties. Um, so, yeah, look, it's it's brilliant, you know, and as I said, I missed the, the previous, I couldn't go to the previous one, the Kyle Orton-led Broncos. Um, I'm really excited about going to this. I think it's going to be a smashing game and it should be a fantastic weekend. Colin, just, just repeating what Stuart said there about people maybe coming over from the States. If, if anybody does, Colin, like want to reach out to us for any advice or help or, or any questions, they're more than welcome to because the more people we, the more people that we get over to this game, the better it's going to be for all of us. 
Absolutely. I, I think one of the things uh, all three of us really enjoy is engaging with fans and, and getting to know the, the community. And the Broncos have an amazing community of fans. It's been great to get to know people on social media, get to meet up with people when I've been over to, to Denver over the, the past decade or so, get to meet people when they, they come uh, here to, to Dublin. Uh, big shout out to, to Kyle and Kaylee. I think if people are coming over to, to the game in London, think about, uh, you know, stop off in Dublin before or after. Definitely welcome to do that. But yeah, do reach out. And um, I'm, I've no doubt there will be get togethers. Uh, maybe we can uh, get, uh, get get a real kind of community vibe. And hopefully, you know, a lot of the, the media members will will travel over as as well. And yeah, if there were some former players, um, just, for, you know, uh, Stuart mentioned Rick Upchurch, which remains one of my uh, most uh, favorite ever uh, interviews. And the opportunity when we remember we spoke to, to Stink, um, get well to, to Stink. I know he had surgery recently and he seems to be recovering. So wish him well. Um, but if uh, if uh, Stink was to, to come over and regale us with uh, with tales uh, of uh, of the past, that would be amazing as well. So it should be, you know, it won't just be the, the game. It'll be everything. Yeah, that's yeah, sorry, Colm, I, I, the only thing I'd be scared of is I think Stink would would personally take it as a challenge to drink three Irishmen under the table. And uh, I, I'd say Stink would probably win that one hands down. He's, he's a big no, man. I, well, I don't know. I don't know. Stink looks like the kind of fellow who, would, who might close a bar or two. That's all I'm going to say. I think he'd take it as a personal challenge to to finish us off. Um, but uh, yeah, no, just to reiterate, best best wishes to Stink because I know he, he did have a serious operation, but he seems to be recovering. He he was a tremendous guest. He really was. Sorry for interrupting you, Cole. No, all, all good. Just I think you you know I think you're getting a sense of um, the excitement that is on this side of the Atlantic following. The announcement and really i don't think october can come soon enough it's gonna be uh it, it's gonna be mad crack lads mad fun as we say here in ireland with our irish broncos brethren just to just reiterate that at the start <laughs> no look it's, it's gonna be great and yeah broncos playing the jacksonville jaguars this autumn in london at wembley stadium historic wembley stadium 95 capacity crowd and um, first time in 12 years and it's going to be absolutely class. We can't wait. If you want to interact with us and, and talk to us over the next few days and weeks and, and get ready for this game, book your flights if you're coming over. If you're in Ireland or, or the EU, book your flights. If you're in England, Scotland, Wales, get your train sorted. Everybody get over to Wembley for this because uh, we want to paint London orange and blue. Um, un until the next time, gents. Um, I'm at Michael underscore NFL on Twitter at Colin from Court and Stuart is at Purple Heart TC um, Go Broncos No? No? <laughs> Oh, wow. I like I like the I like the London accent. I uh, I'm just gonna say go Broncos and look forward to welcoming as many people as possible uh, to this side of the the world in October. This may turn out to be more Australian than London, but I'm just gonna start. I'm really looking forward to seeing all the Broncos fans in October. All right, go Broncos. <laughs> <laughs>